Hi, and welcome to Gyno Appointment Overdue, a sports examination by women. I'm Sydney. And I'm Lucy. And welcome back to our sports show where we, as women, discuss the hottest topics in sports. The hottest topics. Uh, Sometimes not topics that are relevant, but today's is actually. Today's is relevant. Today is something that I have even heard about on my news feed, which it, is wild. It shocked the nation for sure. Well, it's a, a nation strong. rattled. Yeah, it's a little strong, but people are definitely like, damn, damn. Yeah, I don't know any context other than someone said some shit they shouldn't have, which story of, I don't know, 2018 to 20 to current. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably before that, but now we're finally calling people out on it. A very storied and very beloved maybe although his I feel like it's sort of emblematic of his career in general because this coach John Gruden was like such a great such a legend and then his like return to football return to coaching because he took a long break Mm -hmm. was not going well so we already had kind of like a soured his legacy had already been soured in some way before this that's how I was feeling at least interesting okay yeah so okay back up because i didn't even know this dude hadn't stayed as a coach i didn't realize this dude had like come back why did i think you were gonna say i didn't think this guy had a name (laughs) (laughs) yeah anyway wait this dude this fucker has a name he does he does okay tell me it this is john gruden Mm. or as everybody's calling him john rude in boo yeah, I'm actually the first. No, that's person. boo to him. I loved your joke. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Thank you. Um, nobody's calling him John Rudin. Uh, he was born in 1963. He's a very iconic football coach from the National Football League. And he originally started out coaching for the Oakland Raiders in 1998. Okay. He coached there for a couple of years, did really good, won two division titles and brought his team to an AFC championship, which is not a bad start for because coaching in the NFL, like you mostly just fucking lose usually at yeah least, at yeah, least yeah. at first yeah that would make sense yeah it's hard it seems like a hard gig yeah it's tough and like everybody's so good it's just like fuck i don't know you can you just there's more opportunities to lose it seems than to you win. also just don't have that much control over what your boys do on some level like mm. more that you know you you get to call the plays and whatever but like yeah do you call the plays as a coach <laughs> See, <I laughs> yeah but know. you also have an offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator so what do you do are you just like management yeah, like a lot of clock management. I mean, obviously, like coaches have a lean. Like sometimes they're an offensive coach, an offensive minded coach or a defensive minded coach because mm. they usually started as one or the other, right? As an offensive or defensive coordinator. Oh, because they just start as a coordinator. Are they always usually players too, I assume? Yeah, but with varying degrees of experience though. Not- oh, so they don't have to have been great player. In oh, order to- God, no, by no means. Sometimes, okay, okay. sometimes great players aren't even great coaches. It's just... I could see that. You yeah. Just, yeah. It's not necessarily the same skill set at all. Yeah. No, it's really not. Um, so he had a really good start to his coaching career. So he's kind of like a young, he's a kind of a prodigy. He's like a young man. And then he goes to Tampa Bay in 2002, where he does quite well. The same year he goes there, they win a Super Bowl. Whoa. Okay. Okay. That's their first Super Bowl ever. He's only 39 years old. So people are really starting to be like, who is this guy that makes him the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl at this time? Meanwhile, I think the coach of the Seahawks is like 120 or something, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, P. Carroll is so fucking old. P. Carroll's so fu- How old is he actually? Do you know? Uh, 89. No, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. 69. 70. Nice. I think he's 70. 70? Okay. So, so 70 something. I was close. Point is, most coaches I'm gonna look like an asshole if he's in his 60s. No, he's 70 something. He's young looking. I remember you, he you has, told me yeah. how old he was at he one point. He has youthful energy. Yeah, very youthful energy. That's neither here nor there. I was just going to say most coaches, whenever I do see it, the games, I see mm-hmm. them on the sidelines and they look like they're at least in their 60s, usually. Yeah. Yeah. To me, yeah. at least. Definitely. Um, so he's 39 winning a Super Bowl. He's 39. He's a young guy. He's a cool guy. Uh, he gets fired, though, in 2008. Wait, so when did he win the Super Bowl? 2000... 2002. 
Okay, so then he went another one for six years, and then they were like... Yeah, they were like, bye. Um, when he is fired, he has set the franchise record for wins for the Buccaneers. So it's not like he hadn't done some stuff, but like they never made another deep playoff run. So so you can just get fired as a coach for... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're not... If you're not like going to the playoffs every year, doing really well in the playoffs every year, or frankly, even if you're only getting to the same place in the playoffs every year, you can not improving. Yeah. So it's hard to start your career at a Super Bowl because then everything else seems winning the Super Bowl because then everything else seems. uh... Yeah, that's so true. They were probably thinking, God, we can only go up. And then when they didn't go up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the truth is, if you've won the Super Bowl your first year at a team, you can only go down, right? Right. I know. It's not going to get better than that. All you're going to do is maybe uh, the best you can do is win a Super Bowl with more wins in your regular season, which isn't like doesn't matter that much because the Super Bowl is the yeah, that's the currency, the, you know, that's all that's all they're looking for. Um, so after they get after he gets fired by the Bucks, he starts working as an analyst and commentator for ESPN's Monday Night Football, which is oh, OK, obviously a big program. And then is he, that a typical place for coaches to go? after they've been fired or is that was that specific to him i don't see it with coaches very often players a lot of times like a really like beloved player will be a commentator Mm -hmm. but they had him on as kind of like their coach analyst and people really liked him like he became an instant favorite people love coach gruden Mm. and actually like all the madden football games and stuff the ones that you play on your xbox or whatever have like when you call a play each time it says um it says like coach gruden's pick like if you don't know what to call oh so he's like he is really a household name this dude yeah definitely definitely and there was always kind of this talk of like is he ever going to go back to the nfl is he ever going to go back to coaching um and then finally in 2018 he is finally talked back into going to his old team the raiders for a hundred million dollar contract whoa wait didn't i just say that that 2018 to, to now has been the time that people got in trouble for emails yeah you really called that shit damn i called that shit i didn't i had no idea listeners his emails go way back though way before that i that would make that's sense. kind of the weird thing some of these emails are from like 10 years ago but i mean still he was still a coach 10 years ago so i guess the argument is like well he wasn't a coach 10 years ago oh like he was in between coaching 10 years yeah ago. regardless so he was an analyst he was like yeah he would have been like in the scene but not coaching but yeah, yeah regardless he was still yeah i want to hear more about the emails because again i only know i only know a little bit about it but yeah those damn emails okay so, so yeah, keep going. uh in 2020 he goes back to the raiders and that takes us up to he's been coaching for the raiders who are under the now the las vegas raiders mm. that takes us up to now so on monday october 11th john gruden officially resigned as the coach of the raiders keep okay. this statement in mind <laughs> he says i love the raiders and do not want to be a distraction Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I am sorry. I never meant to hurt anyone. Ooh, that statement without any context, you're like, what the fuck did he do? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That could be anything. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Yeah, so he says that, and this is on the heels of all of his emails. Not all of his emails, but a ton of emails getting leaked with Bruce Allen, who at this time was the former president of the Washington football team. So these exchanges are between John Gruden and Bruce Allen on his work email. On his work email? Yeah, which is how we have access to them. Damn, dude, that is some Hillary Clinton level. <laughs> <laughs> dude, keep it off the company Gmail. Dude, how company? hard is this? Um, so yeah, he just got totally exposed. So the New York Times is the one that drops this article about all his misogynistic and homophobic stuff that he's been saying in these emails. Um, I guess the the initial drop was by the washington post and this was just the racial stuff so the um the homo the homophobic slurs came a little bit after so we're getting these emails like in chunks right 
And yeah, just to preface this, we are two white women discussing this and the contents of the email aren't going to affect us the way that they would affect the targeted group. So we are obviously in a position where right, we can talk about this in a more casual sense. So exactly. Yeah. Basically, the first emails that we see is John Gruden talking to Bruce Allen about the NFL Players Association executive director, Demora Smith, and he's talking about his lips. Oh, Gruden. Oh, Gruden. Seriously. Are you kidding me? So just dumb, just dumb shit they're talking about. I mean, and they're using just sort of like other like racially charged comments to describe like players, coaches, like all kinds of sort of is like it without con- is it in a context that were they already discussing them and they start using language that's kind of racist yes. or are they just apropos of nothing being like making fun of someone for their race? No, I you think know? they're talking shit. They're talking shit about Demory Smith because they're pissed off about some like rule regulation changes and shit in the NFL. Oh, so they're just bringing race into it as like yeah, a Yeah, totally. And then they're doing the same thing with the with the homophobic. Well, the shit they said so Roger Goodell is the commissioner of the NFL and they were saying all kinds of funny shit about him to be honest i mean it's not funny but it's also they called him a clueless anti-football pussy (laughs) (laughs) which is misogynistic and is also funny well because roger goodell famously has his own issues with i mean wasn't he the one who like basically fucked over colin kaepernick i mean yeah the whole and that's the other thing they're bitching about in all these emails is like uh bitching about that's a misogynistic term Oh, look at us. And girl, who are we? Look at, listen to us. <laughs> who am I to talk about this? No, anyways. But um, yeah, so Roger Goodell does, had a problematic thing with Colin Kaepernick. Right, so I'm not, not going to really... feel very protective of Roger Goodell. He's a, kind of a Yeah, fuckhead. I mean, the NFL hasn't done like a great job protecting its players or sticking up for its players. And it also hasn't done a great job addressing internal issues like domestic violence and oh, racist, yeah. homophobic stuff happening throughout the league every day, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, But... But this, they, they're, so they're calling him a clueless anti-football pussy. Um, they're saying he's... By the way, side note, I kind of want to put that somewhere on a profile of mine. I know. <laughs> <laughs> they call him, um, they call him a, a homophobic slur. They call him the F word. They call mm. him, uh, and this is like their boss, basically. I mean, not their boss, but it's like... This is like the boss of their boss. Of like their the bo- CEO of this their company. the CEO of the company that yeah. is football. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then they're also referring to... Uh, they say that Roger Goodell needs to stop pressuring uh, Jeff Fitch, Fitcher, Jeff Fisher, who coaches the the Los Angeles Rams at this time, into drafting queers. And this is in reference to Los Angeles drafting Michael Sam, who was an openly gay player drafted in 2014. Wow. So Rudin and Bruce really are just jerking each other off, making fun of gay guys, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, they're mad at Roger Goodell, first and foremost. There's also just like other... I mean, yeah, they're just they're kind of just ranting. It's kind of just like two guys ranting about shit that's going on in the NFL, like changes that are pissing them off. It's just like their bitch sesh. Yeah. Sexist. Yeah. It's just like their bitch sesh. But like they're using a lot of like they're just like being really shitty about other races and and sexualities and all that stuff during it. Yeah. I mean, it does like it definitely does bring up how often people are just casually racist, casually misogynistic, casually homophobic. Like, oh, for sure. These kind of, none of these comments are like so insane to me. Like, I can't believe you said that. This is well within what I picture white men, white powerful men talking about. Yeah, well honestly, within. I think the fact that I doubt anyone was that shocked. It's probably shocking to lose a coach that beloved or to have a coach that beloved have that kind of scandal. But the yeah. fact that like a guy in his 50s, I don't know how old he is now, is like yeah, an old dude right. who's, 58. who's done his whole career in this like hyper masculine. Yeah. But it's just like it's also so shitty because like it would it's one thing if they're just like calling people queers. 
which mm-hmm. is really offensive. Don't get me wrong. But like the implication that they also don't think it, it also kind of sounds like I wouldn't draft a gay guy, which actually you get into like eliminating opportunities for certain groups of people, which is probably probably what what at the core of it is, is the vastly most concerning thing. It's like how yeah. much of this impacted the way he was treating players, the way he was treating non-white players, you know, non-straight players, you yeah. know, to what it's not just that what he's saying in a private conversation is shitty. It's that like how much of that pervaded into his treatment of people as their kind of boss, you know? Right, right. I agree. I agree. And I think um, in terms of it just does definitely paint the picture of kind of like the the boys club, right? Because it's him and then Bruce Allen and then some other executives and people around the league are like sending pictures in this group message of half naked women, including like cheerleaders that that cheer for their teams like just exchanging like pornographic imagery basically and they're also talking politics sometimes it's kind of funny they're talking shit about uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden with some vaguely racist shit about Barack Obama not overtly but clearly you know yeah and then not surprising considering the other contents of the right and then he's referring to Joe Biden as a nervous clueless pussy which to be fair well, he does not have a lot of sorry i interrupted you i'm just like damn he has kind of the same exact insults for everybody huh yeah if it doesn't end in pussy it's not a good insult. yeah yeah you can use it pretty much any descriptor but a nervous clueless pussy i mean that's that's just my cat like <laughs> yeah well now you're just describing my cat yeah joe biden what do my what do winston and joe biden have in common john gruden has emailed about both of them <laughs> um so this sounds like, and I know we're focusing on John Rudin, um, but what about the fallout for any of these other people like Bruce Allen and the other people in this chat? Is everyone getting a big fallout from this? Because it sounds like more than just Gruden are getting. Well, Bruce Allen wasn't the wasn't the head of the Washington football team anymore. So he's like sort of not in the shit the same way because he's not. It's you can't Is really. he just retired. Yeah, I think I don't actually don't know if he sold the team or what he did. But he just basically it's hard to punish him just because there's not a lot of financial things or like you can't fire him from anything right now. Yeah, he doesn't work for the NFL. OK, or he's not involved in the NFL in any way anymore. Um, But the thing is that I think is interesting is the reason all this came out, because if you're like me, you're wondering how we even know about this. Yeah. How did how who told? And it turns out that the reason that we have a hold of this information is because the Washington football team was being investigated uh, in 2020. They had hired Beth Wilkinson to investigate the team's workplace and culture following several allegations of sexual harassment and verbal abuse. Ooh, so, love that a woman came in and fucking unveiled all this. But I know. So that's how we have a hold of it she basically asked for like all like what do you call those um transcripts of private what do you call like private documents for from a company like internal internal she came yeah. for like all their internal like communications and all that and that's how we ended up getting a hold of it and so i think that's kind of funny too it's like well you came in and kind of like tried to do something right by like having somebody investigate what was going on and then it just ended up oh because the washington team actually brought her in yeah and yeah. then now everyone's looking at the washington team like what, who the fuck are you hiring? Like, yeah, cool. Because they were they were in shit because they had this story broke in 2020 that they had all these instances of of sexual harassment in their like female trainers, all these different women. I think like 15 women came forward or something saying that damn the the environment working for the Washington Washington football team was horrible. Burn burn it all down. I know, seriously. Uh, and so, um, that's how we have them. And the other kind of interesting, because we do wonder why they were leaked when they were leaked, right? Because this investigation presumably has been ongoing. So these documents have presumably been accessed by the league right, for a yeah. while now. So a couple of theories. Demoris Smith was up for his executive director of the National Football League 
Players Association position in the week, like two weeks after the email was leaked. And he was notoriously kind of his campaign wasn't going very well. Like people were kind of had mixed feelings about him. Oh, but now. Yeah. It kind of gives him a boost because they're like, oh, damn, those emails, they were really shitty about him. Yeah. And the committee did vote to keep him. Hell yeah. After all this happened. So uh-huh. I think it's kind of, so that's one thing people are positive. I don't know anything about him besides it is funny that all their racist shit about him basically got him rehired. I know. I think people were just a little, I mean, I don't think NFL players feel particularly protected or represented. So it doesn't, you know, the fact yeah, that I don't they know have if this African-American yeah. Players Association head, I'm not sure that that is... No. But when you add in like these racial, this racial shit about him, it definitely gives people more of like a, oh, wow, he was like targeted. He was, yeah. you know... Yeah, I'm not sure if he's a great guy or anything, but it is just it's more funny on the level of like these white dudes bitch, like just being so horrible about him that like got the guy they didn't want. They didn't like rehired. You yeah, know? I know. Yeah, the irony is and, th- and that's what people think. Like, did they had they had these emails for a while and they were like, OK, this would be a Let's decent wait for time. a good time to throw these out there. Yeah. And then the other theory is kind of like, what about when Goodall saw the emails? Like, when did he see him and when did he decide to just say, fuck John Gruden? You know what I mean? He posted them under anti-football pussy. yeah um so it kind of depends on the timing of all of that like when who who knew what when and when did they decide that they wanted to share it with the world but that is kind of the fallout and i in sort of thinking about this i kind of i have mixed feelings because i think i mean don't get me wrong john gruden is not the victim here at all i don't care but like i think it just it's that um, it's where you look for like a, a fall guy kind of like because you think this is probably just going on. Oh, my God. All over Ho- oh, homophobic shit in football. Yeah, yeah I think no, that's it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sexist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> what? They're sexist. You're kidding. No. Um, no. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's I think that's I think he's kind of the fall guy. I also think he's just like such an insanely insanely uh football focused guy that i feel like he like didn't notice the world changing around him like i feel like the things he was saying 10 years ago that were okay 10 years ago i'm not okay but definitely nobody was calling you on these things 10 years but ago wouldn't have gotten you the degree of shit it got him now having it all come out yeah right like after he was fired he formed a a thing called the fired football coaches association office which is this like after he was fired this time or after no no no, no before which is from like tampa this, yes from tampa which is like this office that he manages where it's just like people describe going there and it's just like volts of old football tape college football tape like so many tvs where he's watching like game on game on game of film like at all times and like you can come and talk football with him for like hours and hours he doesn't care like notorious nfl quarterbacks have like stopped by to gruden's office and like gone and watched tape with him like he's like and as long like, as you ignore some of the stuff about people's lips you it kind of is <laughs> it's actually not it's a bad great hang. <laughs> you just you just ignore certain things and it's a fantastic hang he calls you a pussy a couple times and then he really helps your game and then you really improve <laughs> and so yeah so i think it's almost just like and somebody says it's so maniacal it's almost sick the way that he like is obsessed with football like his obsession and I I do think it's sort of like this person who this is all he cares about and which is sad this is all yeah. he cares about all he knows and probably one of the most oblivious people to what would be going on in the world around him in terms of social change collective 
thinking rethinking yeah. of certain ideas and tropes and all this shit like it's just and i know totally i'm not really someone to speak on this in terms of just like where i fall within a demographic again like white woman you know i'm not gonna like i can empathize but i can't fully ever understand sort of like what it's like to be a black american but i will say your obsession is so much dominated and so many or at least has so many players that are part of the group that you make fun of yeah you can't be like obsessed with football and still be saying shit about the people that make the game that you love you know yeah it's like what what is your logic in your head what is the disconnect you well, can't when he say says i like didn't that. mean to hurt anybody i actually believe that oh I, I don't think he did mean to hurt anybody i think he just yeah did yeah but again i don't think yeah. he necessarily it's not even from the, the 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 emails coming out obviously those can are probably very hurtful for a lot of people but like what did that mean about the opportunities i think he probably would never acknowledge that any of those opinions or any of the things he said ever played into his treatment of people as a coach but I don't believe that even a little bit. Oh, God. Yeah, I do not believe that you can just say shit like that and not have it also be playing a part in your treatment of people. Even if you're like, I can't be racist. I can't be homophobic. I like everybody. I just want football. Or like, like even no. think about the way that like for so long, people really thought that you couldn't have black quarterbacks because it was like too heady or something. Whoa. I didn't even know they position. That. Yes. This was a long prevailing thought system of thought in the NFL. I mean, just in football in general. Is that like well, white guys are going to be better quarterbacks because they won't be as athletic, but they'll be, you know, more heady about it and they'll be able to be better game managers. And so and so that was like something people thought for a really long time. And I mean, you can't tell me that that kind of like old school football thinking wasn't super prevalent in all these guys' minds and yeah. in terms of what they were thinking about their own teams and the structure of their teams. He Derek Carr is a white quarterback. That's who yeah. His quarterback. Like I, I was actually going to ask, are there any examples of times where potentially those opinions he apparently held or holds are like, is that ever reflected in his coaching decisions and like the players he chooses and the, well, he would obviously deny that, you know, the racial stuff has anything to do with it, but there is a guardian article that talks quite a bit about over his 15 year link in the show notes track record link in the show notes about some of the very questionable coaching decisions. And again, he can always chalk it up to other things, but it is weird. Like over his 15 year career that he had no black assistants in his like coaching history, except for one Willie Shaw who only lasted for like two seasons. Yeah. That does seem a little yeah. odd. Yeah. So that's weird. And then um, he cut, I mean, he didn't sign Colin Kaepernick. He passed an opportunity to sign Colin Kaepernick. Um, a lot of people did. That was, yeah. I mean, that yeah. maybe speaks to the NFL as a whole having a culture problem. Yeah. yeah. That, yes, exactly. Um, and just kind of social activism in general, like the NFL does not appreciate any kind of disturbance is just viewed as like, you're a problem. You Which know? tells you it was started by a bunch of white men who... Yeah, seriously. Really seriously. just wanted to play a game and didn't want anyone speaking out against anything because... Yeah, you guys don't have to talk, do you? Can you just play, please? Can you play? Isn't it good for you too? It's great for us right now. <laughs> you guys aren't having fun? This is fun. This no? is fun. What do you oh. mean? Um, yeah. And then he signed... So instead of signing Colin Kaepernick, he signed Nathan Peterman, who... This Guardian article says is possibly the worst football player of all time. Damn. Uh, I yeah. bet I could give him a run for his money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> worst quarterback of all time, excuse me. But still, it's a strong statement. Mm -hmm. um, and then he also cut his, like, one of the only black punters in the whole NFL, Marquette King, for seemingly being too outspoken on social issues. Oh, speaking again to the idea that he really yeah. follows the model of, I mean, I know this was an NBA thing, but the shut up and dribble. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yes, very much the shut up and dribble. Very much giving, it's giving that. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, then he, yeah, he ended up replacing him with this guy named Richie Incognito, 
Who would shot that? <laughs> That's actually a pretty funny. That's name. not his real name. <laughs> that, that cannot be your real Guarantee name. Guarantee you right now that dude's in hiding. Yeah, that dude was suspended from his team from the Miami Dolphins for bullying his black teammate with racial slurs. Oh, so Gruden probably was like, come on aboard. John is like, yeah, you'll do well here. He said, I have a group chat for you. <laughs> <laughs> you would love the chat I have. Dude, I have Bruce a chat Allen. you would find lit. <laughs> it's dank memes only <laughs> no for real um and yeah just to reiterate this shit really isn't funny we no, it's fucked up and we are also coming at it from a perspective where we're not as affected by it but we're also it's beyond fucked up yeah yeah it's obviously beyond fucked up i hope it's clear that the target of all of this is always rudin and his yeah gang yeah, dude, it's just like, it's like these guys, it's the obliviousness of, though, this isn't impacting anything I do. Like, I don't actually hate anyone. But like, no, you can't hold opinions like this and then not have it come out in your right interpersonal relationships and your coaching decisions. Like, are you kidding me? And if you say you have no feelings on different races, you're totally neutral. And then every time you want to insult somebody, their race somehow comes up. Uh, yeah. Yes. Or their like sexuality comes up. Like, I don't hate gay people, but anytime you, you're angry. Yeah. Okay. Or like, yeah, the guys who are like, I don't hate him because he's black or because he's gay. I hate him because he does this. And it's like, okay, then why are you using the fact he's black and gay to insult him? Right. Right. You know? Right. If you're think he's a dumbass, then just call him a dumbass and don't bring race or sexuality into it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's painfully apparent. It is. It really is. But and that's interesting that 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 apparently there there maybe are some decisions. Yeah. No, I think that's I think that's entirely possible. He would never agree, but I think it it, it looks like that. Yeah. The record looks like that. Definitely. How did he do when he came back before all this broke? When he came back, he did bad. The Raiders were bad after he got back. Um, they were only like, I want to say like 22 and 30 something over his few seasons that he coached because he came back in 2018. So they lost more than they won? Yes. Yes. Okay. They lost more than they won. Uh, they were sort of disappointing. I mean, just definitely nothing to further his legacy. Mm -hmm. And then it's interesting that all this came along and just completely destroyed it. I mean, he got removed from like the Tampa Bay Hall of Fame or whatever they had. It's a ring of honor or some shit that they have. Like they took him out of there. Mm -hmm. I just read this Tampa Bay columnist saying that it like made him sad because it was like discrediting Tampa Bay's accomplishment. Why do you have to discredit the accomplishments of the whole team from the years where Gruden was coaching and take him out of the fame, the Hall of Fame or the Ring of Honor or whatever it is. And I yeah. was like, okay, come on, dog. Like, No one's saying don't look at the plays he ever did and see if you can glean something from it or don't look at any of his advice. People are just saying we're not going to sort of idealize a person that said shit like that and had these opinions, it turns out, you know? Yeah, I agree. But to your point, a lot of famous coaches probably did. But Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure guys are still maybe. I mean, the racial stuff, you you would be stupid to be going around saying racially fucked up stuff in front of your team you would be stupid to do that i'm not saying that doesn't happen but i would say yeah. that's probably but the homophobic stuff I oh mean, yeah oh my god probably every single day of practice the misogynistic i mean guys call each other pussies on the field all the time what? right and then the racial stuff just yeah to your point it speaks to the larger has it taken i, I don't know about opportunities in that sense but i just know that what that meant. And that, I mean, that's kind of a long prevailing people, people in all kinds of different ways find, find manners to make it like they'll just refer to black athletes as like really athletic. You hear that a lot, you know, kind of he, a, he's kind a of great a... athlete. Like it's sort of a, they're sort of trying to differentiate great athletes from 
heady players or something as though they can't be both or that they can't have yeah yeah Yeah. and if if you phrase it like a praise they're hoping you won't notice that it is like very tinged still with like racial undertones yeah but there's so many black quarterbacks now there's there's a lot I was gonna say I know a lot of them yeah there's a lot of black quarterbacks but there's also a lot of kind of um like extra scrutiny on black quarterbacks sometimes that people don't Mm -hmm. like you know Cam Newton or whatever but Cam Newton's also a jackass so it, but that's independent of anything. He's just an asshole. It, yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> but Cam <laughs> Newton is the quarterback who, in the in one of his press conferences, when this woman was asking him about one of the plays and about one of the routes his wide receiver was running, he just heard her question. This is like a this is a press conference, yeah. right? And he goes, <laughs> "It's kind of funny, a woman talking about routes." <laughs> 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 which is yeah i love Damn, that yeah dude i absolutely loved that not that kind of sexism is <laughs> yeah well it's just like that's so blatant and stupid that yeah just, he's so fucking stupid so i don't know i don't know sydney john gruden rest in peace i'm not worried about you rest in peace is john gruden i ain't worried about you you had a good run and you shit the bed at the end yeah you really fucked up he shouldn't have come back to football but i mean even if he hadn't this still would have happened to him as a commentator he's been removed from like all the madden games I was he probably would have still gotten in trouble because it sounds like yeah he just shouldn't have been texting this shit I, I'm, I'm curious to know he probably was the biggest name which is why we've heard most about him i'm curious to know if anyone else in those chats has well they been. fired five people from the washington football team because of internal like they that investigation did pose some results like, oh, not necessarily yeah. the group chat, but like the investigation itself. Yeah, the group chat. I don't even. I don't know if we know. We don't know the prominence of any of those people. Like some of those people, and that's what I think. Gruden was, you know, the the biggest name, so he was definitely going to be the biggest target for. Mm-hmm. It was it was most on him, you know, and and the shit he said was some of the most deliberately. Yeah, I mean, sharing the porn, sharing the pornographic images. I'm not sure that those people who were also in the chat were doing. I mean, just. It's just gross. It just speaks to the culture. Yeah. That one's not actually like related to any sort of like actual wrongdoing. It just speaks to gross behavior. It, yeah. speaks to a, it speaks to a culture where a bunch of men felt comfortable sharing pornographic emails, you know, saying misogynistic shit on their work email. Like, <laughs> right. Because they just, it's so male dominated. They're just like, this is us. And no one's going to disagree with us that would see this yeah. enough to like report it. Yeah. Which so, is what's so wild to me. Like you have a group of people in here and there's enough security that no, everyone either agrees or just doesn't disagree hard enough or just won't ever report you on it. Like no one's going to go show this chat to other people and be like, yo, these guys are fucked up, you know? Yeah. And this is why men are so scary in groups. Dude, yeah. No. Groups? Groups of men? Mm-mm. Not for me, thanks. Terrifying. Not for me, thanks, Apollo 13. What were you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of the randomest group of men I can think of. Yeah, I, I didn't see that movie, but... Well, it was also a famous space shuttle (laughs) if you didn't see the movie have you heard of the real life thing yes i no thanks one direction (laughs) not for me i actually didn't i mean i I knew it was a real spacecraft obviously obviously space shuttle spacecraft yeah i think yeah i spacecraft i think craft spaceship car ufo ufo (laughs) on that note you go f yo self john gruden nice john rudin john rudin all right guys thanks for listening i've been lucy and i've been sydney uh big shout out to high pulp for the use of their song hookai as our intro and outro music please give them a listen on spotify um and until next time remember to schedule that appointment <laughs>